Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hey, Anchor Daily family. This is Angie, lover of Jesus and Dr. Pepper, welcoming you to today's podcast review. Hey, but before we get started, I wanted to remind you that this Sunday is Mother's Day. That means most of us have less than 48 hours to shop and find the perfect appreciation gift for our mother, grandmother, mother figure, sister, special aunt, or exceptional gal in our life who has nurtured us along the way. Hashtag, you're welcome. We have traversed through four more sections of Acts, chapters 9, 10, 11, and 12. And today we'll do a quick review of those four parts of this awesome book. As you remember, chapter nine started off with one of the most compelling salvation stories known to man, an event most would consider a true miracle, Saul's conversion along the Damascus road. Under God's power, the worst persecutor of the early church was transformed into its most influential evangelist, aided by Ananias after the Lord spoke to him in a vision. Chapter 9 ended with two more dramatic miracles performed by Peter, where he healed a paralytic man and brought a dead woman back to life. Just when you think it couldn't get any better, chapter 10 brings us more visions and more miracles. Cornelius and Peter both got instructions from the Lord in a vision. They eventually met only to have the door to the gospel blown wide open without hindrance, as they learned both Jew and Gentile could receive salvation through Christ alone. It would be stellar if chapters 11 and 12 brought more groovy visions and nifty miracles, but alas, while the church did continue to grow, we mainly get a solemn glimpse into the persecution that came and was to come towards the early believers. The Jews criticized Peter. Famine was in the land. James was martyred. Peter was arrested. And Herod was eaten by worms and died. You know, just a regular few weeks in the house of the Lord. (laughs) What stuck out to you as you read these chapters? For me, it was the pattern of persistence and obedience that was displayed by Peter, the disciples, Paul, and other believers. The pattern I noticed at first went like this. Obstacle, God moves. Obstacle, God moves. Obstacle, God moves. It happened many, many times throughout those four chapters. But in digging deeper, I noted that God's movement was not always immediate. Saul was blind for three days. We know from Galatians 1.17 that Saul spent three years in Arabia following his conversion only to return to Damascus to a death plot. Saul's conversion was in 35 AD, but it wasn't until 43 AD that he began his teaching ministry in Antioch. The paralyzed man healed by Peter had been bedridden for eight years. Maybe the pattern was more like this. Obstacle, wait, God moves. Obstacle, wait, God moves. That pattern reminds me of Holy Week. On Good Friday, the disciples faced a seemingly insurmountable obstacle, 
Jesus had died. They moved into Silent Saturday as they waited. And then when Sunday came, oh, Sunday, with God moving in a mighty way, just like he said he would. Obstacle, wait, God moves. So what can we learn from Peter, the disciples, Paul, and other believers in these verses as they faced obstacles, waited, and saw God move? Lisa Turkist, who will be speaking at Bethel on May 24th, said this, quote, when I'm desperate for God to give me all of the details, when I'm wishing he would give me even the tiniest peek at his plans, when I'm starting to wonder if he's for me or if he's against me, I need to pause, lift my eyes to the one willing to meet me in the midst of my fears, and I need to worship him. Worshiping not only because it honors him, but because it changes me. Worship reminds our trembling hearts and our shaky knees that our God is mighty, our God is loving, and our God is more than able. Worship, it both quiets us and strengthens us, and then it prepares us for what lies ahead, end quote. We see over and over the disciples and believers submitting themselves to the will of the Lord, even to the point of persecution and death. We see over and over the early believers relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to spread the good news and not on their own strength or human wisdom. Peter is thrown into prison and the believers just rallied in prayer, trusting in the Lord and not being swayed by the circumstance. Persistence and obedience, obstacle, weight, God moves. Not my will, but thine alone, O Lord. This I pray. Father, give us persistence and help us remain obedient just like the early believers did as we face obstacles and we wait on you to move. We worship you and trust you in all things. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.